0: It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on Fox Top 5, anchor of Fox News Sunday, Chris Wallace.
1: The whole pandemic, and you know, it has so changed our way of looking at things.
0: And anchor of the story and host of the Untold Story podcast, Martha McCallum. You had 100 million people who mailed in their ballots, 41% of the nation. Come together to share their top five stories of 2020. Here are this week's hosts, Chris and Martha.
1: Welcome to Fox Top 5. I'm Chris Wallace, anchor of Fox News Sunday. And today I'm joined by my friend Martha McCallum, anchor of the story and host of the podcast, The Untold Story. Martha, good to be with you.
0: Good to be with you, Chris.
1: So before we begin this, let me ask you a really serious question. Have you got to all your Christmas shopping done?
0: <laughs> I got a few more things on the list. Uh, how about you?
1: Well, you, you have to understand, uh, Lorraine, <laughs> my wonderful wife, does all the Christmas shopping. So the only Christmas shopping I have to do is for her. And mm-hmm. uh, she basically told me where to go and what to get. And I'm very good at following orders. So I'm all set.
0: Sounds like your house operates very similar to mine.
1: That's right. Well, look, if she tells you what she wants, then she's never (laughs) going to be disappointed. Okay. Every week on this podcast, Fox hosts, reporters, and personalities get together to share their top five on any given topic. 2020, of course, has been quite a year. There's been no lack of breaking stories, huge headlines, world-changing events, and Martha and I have done our best. To keep you informed about all of it today, we're going to take the time to share our top five stories of 2020. I don't know about you, Martha, but but I found as I was trying to come up with my stories, I wanted I didn't want all five to have to do with COVID.
0: Well, I agree with you, and I I succeeded only in that some of them are linked to big stories, but I think really. The backbone of this entire year ends up being related to COVID crests.
1: Uh, my guess is we're going to have pretty much the same stories, although in different order.
0: Well, I'm interested to see
1: number five.
0: What's your number five? Um, so, so my number five actually is the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, it obviously changed the composition of the court uh, to a six-to-four conservative lean. And I think that they're fascinating. They're women who had very similar paths. They have enormous scholarly achievement and respect by all. Um, but they march to very different drummers, obviously. One is pro-choice and very much of her era. And uh, Amy Coney Barrett is very pro-faith and, and pro-life. So I think that the impact on the court for, for decades to come makes that my top fifth story of the year. How about you?
1: Well, I, I know I'm feeling badly because I didn't include it in my five at all. <laughs> Uh, My number five is the coronavirus vaccine. Uh, You know, it's it's a huge accomplishment. Operation Warp Speed, uh, President Trump deserves all the credit in the world. You know, we were told at the the beginning of the outbreak it was going to take years, and instead it took months. Um, The only reason I don't have it higher is because I kind of feel like it's going to be a bigger story for 2021 than 20, but uh, no question to me it's in the top five is the development of the COVID vaccine and, and the beginning of the end of this, this terrible situation. Number four. Let me go to with number four, George Floyd and the the the, the protests and the discussion about race in this country that, that stem from that, obviously horrific. You know, we, we, we hear about problems in in minority communities with policing and here, you know, we saw it for those eight and a half minutes and you couldn't, You couldn't uh, stand to watch it, and you couldn't take your eyes away at least the first time or two. Uh, And I just think it was an enormously important development as we continue a conversation we've had for centuries now about race in this country.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, and and that is also in mine. My number four is the lockdowns and the impact in particular on the workplace and on, and this is separate from the economy, but sort of the impact on American culture and American life in the workplace and in the school. I think that we've seen an exodus from cities. We've certainly witnessed it in New York and other big cities in the, in the country. I think that the impact on younger employees who are now sort of you know working from home and don't have the benefit of being in the conference room or or going out on calls with people who are more experienced than them i think we're going to see an impact on, on that from from for quite some time and the schools i think is an enormous story in terms of the long-lasting effects from COVID-19 on this. I think you've seen people come up with different ways to school. You've seen remote learning. You've seen people developing these pods. And I, th- I don't think some of those situations are going to go back. I think you're going to see people taking school, making a school choice um, based on what works for them and their family. But the other side of that is that you've seen an enormous impact on women in the workplace, women who have ended their careers because they simply couldn't juggle teaching their children at home and maintaining their jobs and I I think the impact of that and the battle between the teachers unions and and in California in particular where there's six million students in California many of them haven't been in school all year long DC shut down and never opened a classroom throughout the entire course of the year so I think the impact of those two things on American culture uh, and the choices that were made surrounding them it is a huge story this year. So that was my number four. The countdown continues after this. The world of business moves
1: fast. Stay on top of it with the Fox Business Rundown every Monday and Friday. Listen to the Fox Business Rundown starting May 20th at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Number three.
0: So my number three is related to that. It's, it's the economy and the voices of these restaurant owners, um, desperate to keep their, their businesses open. You've seen 110,000 restaurants that are done. You've seen an enormous amount of money pouring out from t- American taxpayers through Congress, four trillion dollars in stimulus that has been poured into this economy. So I think the impact on the economy is, is just an enormous story that will reverberate deep into 2021, Chris.
1: Well, we're in complete agreement there. My number three story is COVID and the economy. And I, you know, agree with everything you said. I mean, first of all, that huge uh, dip, dip is the the plunge in April and May when we lost 20 million jobs and people who had been built businesses for years, some of them went out of business. The the total dislocation of the, and, and you're exactly right, it's not just... You know the normal economic figures like unemployment or GDP. Uh, it, it's a whole way of life. It's it's how uh, kids get educated. It's parents not being able to to go to jobs even if it were safe because they have to stay home with their children. Uh, it's it's the whole Zoom economy and and people that have spent months, you know, the better part of this year working from home. It is just totally changed the way we go about our lives for everything from economy to education, to, to, uh, you know, everything else, the, the way we spend the holidays, businesses, you think of the airplane industry and amusement parks. I mean, you know, it's, it's major things and somewhat less serious things. You know, we had this very end of the year, Tom Cruise going off. I wasn't particularly pleased with the way he did, he did it, but, you know, trying to keep the movie industry going and, and, are hanging on by their fingernails, and you know, I used to love as somebody who worked on on weekends, going on a Monday to a reasonably empty movie theater and sitting in the dark for two hours watching a movie. Yeah. I can't imagine the next time I'm going to feel confident being in a movie theater with a bunch of strangers. Um, it's it's going to take a while. So whether it's it's where we work, our kids are educated, our pa- our social activities, our pastimes, our hobbies, it is had an enormous impact. On everything. Number two. So number two for me, and it's amazing to me. It's number two because normally this would always be number one. Is the election, and <laughs> you know, and and obviously the fact that that Donald Trump lost. It doesn't happen very often that a president doesn't get reelected. It happened, I guess, what three times? I guess, or in, in a century with uh, Jimmy Carter and uh, George. HW Bush and uh, you know now and now with Donald Trump in the 21st mm-hmm. century you know a huge story and obviously the way that people went to the polls and all of the absentee the mail-in balloting and you know I while it doesn't seem to have been serious enough to have overturned this election you certainly haven't found any any court that's agreed uh, we really do need to look at that seriously because it's a completely different way the system was changed in the middle, I, for understandable reasons, I think, because of the pandemic. But, um, you know, as we, we're gonna have more elections and one in less than two years in 2022. Uh, and we gotta get it right. And we, you know, have to get it in a way that people feel more confident in the results, whatever they are.
0: So we are very in sync on our number two. Uh, it was number two for, for my list as well, Chris, President, the presidential election. And you go back to the first part of the year, Would and you have to ask now, would, would President Trump have won the election absent the virus, which completely changed our entire country for all the reasons that we've just talked about? Uh, the economy was pretty much going gangbusters. And a lot of the discussion that we had heard on our panels, on our shows, was you know, absent something really out of the blue, Donald Trump's gonna Re-elected? Well, hello. Uh, we got something really out of the blue, and it changed the dynamic so dramatically. And I think the other thing, besides the virus, that changed the dynamic dramatically was the the death of George Floyd, as you pointed out before, and and the BLM movement that that sprung up around it, or or certainly grew in intensity after the country looked at that horrific video uh, of the death of George Floyd. And I would also put into that mix once we got, um, you know, moving through the course of this presidential election, you had 100 million people who mailed in their ballots, 41 percent of the nation. And it has had the impact because of how completely different it was the way we voted. I mean, you know, I grew up. Going into the voting booth as a little child with my parents, and then and now taking them, my children, in with me. The act of walking into a voting booth and voting is one of the most exhilarating American experiences there is. Now we have. Change that dramatically and I don't know how you put that genie back in the bottle and as a result, um, as you pointed out, a tremendous number of cases, uh, no, no proof that has been shown in, in a court that uh, solidifies a, an overwhelming um, fraud in the system. However, you cannot deny that you've got, you know, millions of people in this country, 75 million voted for President Trump, so some portion of those who have lost their faith in the system. And that's, that's huge. That's a game changer. Uh, when you have an enormous number of Americans who believe that the system is rigged against them, whether or not you prove it in court is, is not really relevant to, to their gut feeling about the country. And that is something I think we're gonna live with a long time. I saw a Fox News poll that said that 19% of Trump voters aren't sure they would vote in another election. 16% of Republicans said that. That's a big number. That, that's a game changer. Um, so I think that the ramifications of this election are, are are numerous and extremely, extremely important. That was my number two. Number. 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 Number one. Five, four, three. Number one. So my number one, I went back to a conversation that was had about Time's Person of the Year. And it always kind of bothered me when Time Magazine picks things that aren't people. Uh, they picked the, the computer at one point um, or when they pick groups of people. However, I, if I were in that room voting on the person of the year, I would, I would choose the virus because it has had the largest impact on life globally. You know, I'd, That picture of that little globe with the red spikes coming off of it is something that is, has marked our lives. Uh, forever as an experience that we all lived through in 2020, and we hope that we start to see the end of it soon in, in 2021. So I would I would choose the virus. 300,000 Americans, more than that now, have been killed this year due to this virus. So, uh, But I would also add to that that the extraordinary development of this vaccine, which, you know, there were two doctors, two Turkish-German doctors who started this, and they were looking for a cure for cancer. And when they when they discovered this virus in China, they turned all of their work in messenger RNA over to dedicating themselves 100% to finding a, a vaccine. And they used all that research that they had done for cancer and studying RNA, and they they rolled it into the development of this vaccine, which their company, BioNTech, did in conjunction with Pfizer. So um, those two doctors, I wrote their names down, Ugar Sahin and his wife, oziam Turechi, Deserve a huge recognition from from the entire world for the entire from the entire world, based on what they were able to achieve. That that could be a game changer for all of us. We hope in 2021. I wanted to end on a positive note, Chris. What did you put at number one?
1: Well, the pandemic. Uh, You know, I think the the virus certainly is is a very good choice. But I I would just say the the whole pandemic, and you know, it has so changed our way of looking at things. I mean, it has been. Look, there, there are ways that obviously it has been a terrible year, an awful lot of our fellow Americans and fellow humans on this planet have, have gotten sick, uh, you know, a, a horrible number have died when you think that we're having a 9-11 in terms of the number of deaths every day now, um, it, it, it is horrific, but it's just changed the way, you know, you, 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 you when you greet people, I can't hug my children. I, um, you know, I've been, I'm older, I'm pretty careful about it. Um, and one of the things that I find, it, it's sort of funny, I don't know if you've had this experience, Martha, I've probably, have, I've read more books. So that's a good thing. It's actually brought me closer to uh, Lorraine, because we've been stuck together so much, I can't even imagine what it would be like, be going through this pandemic with a, a partner you didn't like. Uh, yeah. but i find we're also watching more tv a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of netflix yeah. one of the things that that i find is i'll be watching an, a, a a a scene in a in a tv show or a movie and suddenly, these people are very close together, or they're crowded in together. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. And I realized, no, it's okay. They were. This was shot before 2020. It has just changed your whole view of the world, and it's going to be fascinating to see. And look, I, I agree. We need to end on a positive note. Uh, you know, hail and to those two doctors and to everybody else that was part of finding this vaccine, but it's gonna be awfully interesting in 2021 to see how quickly, and in some respects, if ever, we go back to normal in terms of what we didn't, we used to do without thinking in January and February, uh, of 2020 that seems like a different world, and boy, it's a world I wanna go back to.
0: It's a world I wanna go back to, too. <laughs> and we've watched a lot of Netflix and read a lot of books at our house, too, and I always have the same exact response that you just described. When you see people hugging or, you know, crowded in a bar on TV or in a movie, I think, oh, oh, well, you know, that they look like they're a little too close together, but <laughs> I long for that feeling. I know we all do, and um, the other thing that I think I'm gonna remember forever is just like the... You know, the, the mask, what it feels like to have a mask on, I, I look forward to forgetting that feeling um, and breathing in it is just, you know, something that I think, you know, we're gonna have a big mask-burning party at our house when <laughs> when we finally get to the point where we don't have to wear them anymore.
1: Well, all I wanna say, Martha, is, is happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and your family and uh, virtual hugs across the podcast to you.
0: Virtual hugs to you and your family as well and Lorraine and everybody and have a wonderful holiday together as together as you can be in the course of this. It's, it's been fun and I'm, I'm, I was uh, interested to see how much we lined up so um, I thought that was pretty cool. Thank you, Chris. Great to be with you. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Let us know your top five for 2020. We wish you all a wonderful holiday season. You've been listening to Fox Top Five on the Fox News Podcast Network.
1: The world of business moves fast. Stay on top of it with the Fox Business Rundown every Monday and Friday. Listen to the Fox Business Rundown starting May 20th at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.